Hello, fabulous Friends fans and superstars. Welcome to Synchronicity Web TV. I am your host, Nadia Shaw, and this is your moment of synchronicity. Well, I'm so excited to celebrate with you today, Leanne McCafferty. Uh, Leanne is British. You're going to see that very soon because she has an accent, a lovely accent that reminds me of when I was in university in England. Uh, but she's also a very brilliant astrologer that you are about to find out. Um, this is the first time I'm really getting a chance to talk to Leanne. So I'm really looking forward to learning more about her right here in front of you. And it is also Leanne who is coming to the March 2024 speaker series uh, at Synchronicity University. Uh, you've got a little bit of time left to choose your tuition rate. Our world famous choose your tuition rate as low as just $5 a class. And you're about to see how it's more than worth it. Uh, to get to know and to learn from Leanne. So Leanne, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for asking me, Nadia. Thank you. It's a pleasure. So I know that we're just getting to know each other now. Let's go to the beginning. I'm really interested in roots and understanding what and place people are coming from. And so what and how did you get into astrology? What's your origin story? <laughs> well, I actually came into it uh, quite late um, in my 30s, to be honest, and um, I was going through a really pivotal time in my life. I knew I was um, <clears throat> changing life paths, so to speak. I was looking for a change of career, um, but I was looking for something to study. I, I was looking for a change, and I'd always been obsessed. I mean, obsessed with horoscopes, you know, magazines. It was the first thing I turned to completely obsessed and then of course you know everything started coming online so I'd be online all the time scrolling through loads of different websites and horoscopes and then one day I was like I wonder if you can study astrology in fact I want to know how these um astrologers write these columns how do they do it I didn't even know a birth chart existed honestly I had no clue so one day um I just walked into a public library found a book, Teach Yourself Astrology. I think it was Roy Gillett's um, The Secret Language of Astrology, something like that. Took the book home and here I am now. <laughs> it's as simple as that. And I just, as soon as I saw the uh, birth chart and I saw mine for the first time, I just knew that's what I was going to do with my life. Um, so of course I'm sort of quite Capricorn I like to formalize everything so then I decided oh I need to do this properly I need to sort of take a course or get a qualification so um, I did the Mayo School of Astrology Diploma um, that took a few years and I did very well with that um, and then I became one of their tutors and I, I still work for them today after many years um, so yeah, it's definitely been a, a journey and it definitely was a pivotal time in my life. Um, and, you know, I was just talking to Nadia at the beginning there about all our placements and I've got a really highlighted Cancer Capricorn axis. So really since Pluto went into Capricorn in 2008, it's been bang, 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 bang. Um, <clears throat> and my life really has transformed without a doubt. Um, so yeah, here I am now. It's been a journey, and it's it's ongoing. It it does feel like the world is is your oyster in in some ways. Um, so yeah, it's it's really exciting, and it's it's only moments like this where I actually stop and look back and go, wow, how did all that happen? You know. So it just shows that you know if you if if you have enough 
um, love for something and you're determined enough, you can do anything that you want to do. Well, I love you saying that the world is your oyster. I love that openness and that excitement to life. Like to me, that's about being open to life and that includes professionally. And what was interesting about what you said is that you went through a hard time and it sort of landed you towards astrology. And I think there is nothing like a hard time <laughs> to get people to inspire people to want to understand what is going on. And when you can look at it from that healthy detachment of the archetypes of astrology, when you see how there really are things happening in your chart and it's speaking so well to what it is you're feeling, it, it just, it, that alone is life-changing, but that is what turns someone from astrology enthusiast to a student of astrology, to an astrologer. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think even if you don't want to pursue astrology um, professionally or at a very sort of advanced, serious level, um, it, it helps you make sense of everything that's going on around you. You know, all the difficulties that I've been going through, that it kind of instigated the, the change of life direction I was experiencing and felt completely helpless with, to be honest, suddenly made sense everything made sense and everything about myself made sense and um, you know all the natal placements help explain you know all those different facets of yourself and because we all have so many different um sort of areas of energy and types of energy and everything made sense and it, it didn't necessarily make anything easier you know I've gone through a whole bunch of Pluto stuff I really have um but it did sort of just having that clarity and knowing also that, you know, this is happening for a reason and it's not going to last forever. And there is a purpose to it. Um, I read a lovely quote by a um, fabulous British astrologer the other day. She's called Leah Whitehorse. I don't know if you know. Oh, her, yes, I love Leah Whitehorse. Yeah. The most beautiful, beautiful descriptions of the planetary energies. And what she wrote was, um, transits don't happen to us, they happen for us. And it's all part of our, our growth and personal evolution. And if you're aware what's going on and which stage you're perhaps at and, you know, what it's triggering and why, um, it does help. It does help. It gives you strength, I think. And under a certain level of detachment, you can sort of stand outside of yourself and go, yeah, OK, I understand, you know, this transit or progression or, you know, whatever it is that you've got going on. I know it's happening to me. How am I going to choose to work with it? You know, and I think that's one of the best things you can do with astrology, work with it. Um, and that involves understanding ourselves, certainly. And so I know that you uh, are going to be giving your talk on the Midheaven and IC axis. Uh, and so once again, everybody, Leanne is coming to Synchronicity University as part of the March 2024 speaker series. And as this video and this interview is being published, you've got just a couple of weeks left to choose your tuition rate as well as just $5 a class. That's what Synchronicity University is known for, along with incredible astrologers teaching at the school. So I'm so proud of that. But Leanne, obviously, you have tapped into the power of the angles. So what do people need? And what is it that you understand about why the angles uh, are so important? 
I think they're, they're, they're power points in the chart. They're very, very potent points in the, in the chart. Um, and if we take the MCIC, for example, you know, the IC, you know, we associate it with the fourth house. It's, it's where we come from. It's where our conditioning is, isn't it? It's where our early experiences of childhood and home and family are. And it's, you know, our, our roots, our legacy. It's where our ancestors are. It's everything we've inherited from what's come before us and imprinted us. And then, we, you know, that, that's sort of um, below the horizon. It's very subjective. It's a private place for us. And, and then we sort of go to the top of the, um, the chart, the, the midheaven, and it's where we're aiming to get to. It's, it kind of resonates with the south node and north, north node axes too. You know, we come into the world with all those south node um, traits, and we're, we're always heading and working and evolving towards the, the north node. And I think the midheaven's quite like that as well. And of course, as we're journeying towards the, the midheaven and, you know, that... Um, you know, the, the professional success or the, the public reputation or public acclaim that would associate with the Medheaven. We're also still carrying everything from the fourth house as well. You know, these axes, we, we can't separate them. They're one and the same and they work together, don't they? Um, and, you know, I, I, was, I was just thinking um, later in this year, we've got the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction occurring around 21 of Taurus, fixed. So anyone with um, fixed angles is going to, you know, be feeling um, the, this conjunction very much. And I know I am. I don't mind sharing this. I have a um, Taurus IC and that Jupiter-Uranus is going to fall bang smack on it. Um, and I, I've been feeling that for a while, you know, we've got Jupiter and Uranus, both in Taurus, sort of, the, they've been coming together, then they pulled apart a bit when Jupiter went retrograde, but there's a change bubbling away deep down within, this, this, this um, desire for change and a desire to, to move forward and to break out of um, any ruts that we've, that we've been stuck in for a long time. And, don't get me wrong, you know, Taurus and Scorpio, they're beautiful energies, but they can get a bit stuck. Taurus likes everything to be safe and nice and fabulous and doesn't necessarily want change, especially change that happens quickly, <laughs> you know? Um, so I think anyone with these fixed angles, this um, conjunction we have coming up is going to be absolutely brilliant for breaking free of any habits or conditioning that has held you back. And that could have been for years and years and years. So just to let those students of astrology know, fixed angles and the fixed signs are the ones in the middle of a given season. So we're looking at Taurus, which is um, mid-spring. It is Leo that is mid-summer. It is Scorpio that is mid-fall. It is Aquarius that is mid-winter. Uh, so those are the fixed signs. So if you've got your midheaven or your IC as Leanne just described it, or even your ascendant or descendant in a fixed sign, you're going to feel that conjunction most strongly. Leanne, can yeah. you touch a little bit on the ascendant and descendant and how you understand the difference there? Okay, so um, as I said, the, the ICMC is all about the, the conditioning. So anyone with um, the conjunction hitting those, it's all going to be about home and career, your life path, okay? 
when we're talking about the ascendant descendant we're talking about our um relationships our relationship with ourselves the ascendants how we appear to the world you know when we walk out of the front door um every morning that's our ascendant we put our ascendant on it's it's the way we approach the world and if you're if you know jupiter and uranus is going to be triggering that it's you could find you changing your appearance literally you know, um, complete sort of new image, perhaps, you're going to change the way you approach the world. You know, Jupiter, Uranus, um, it's about freedom and breaking free and doing things bigger and different than you've ever, ever done them before. And it's exciting. It could be a whole burst of confidence to make that change. Okay, you know, Jupiter's about confidence. It's about growth. And Uranus is about the change. Okay. Um, and sometimes we do need some confidence to make change. It isn't always easy. You know, we have to be brave some, sometimes. Um, and of course, you know, if it hits the ascendant, it's going to be opposing the descendant. So it could be, a, you know, finding some great new relationships, business, friends, um, you know, romantic relationships. Um, and you might find that uranian type people come into your life or jupiter type people come into your life and um, who help shake everything up i mean this conjunction it's going to really really shake things up okay and um i don't think we'll have any choice but to sort of go <laughs> go with whatever change um you know so i think it, it's certainly going to be very exciting um without a doubt so yeah um you know changes in relationships and sometimes we get stuck in a rut with relationships that no longer serve us okay sometimes people come into our lives for just a certain amount of time and again it's this jupiter uranus it's it's going to be about breaking away from anything that no longer serves us or holds us back and that can include our own habits and the way we approach our attitude to the world and um you know, any sort of relationships that are worn out as well, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think this conjunction is set to be quite life-changing for a lot of people out there, just like in general, regardless of where it is. But if it's on an angle, my goodness, like, as you mentioned, these are such sensitive points in the chart. Um, they speak to that relationship that you have to the earth itself. As you had mentioned, the, the ascendant is the most easterly point, the descendant yeah. is westerly point, the MC, the zenith of the sky, the IC, the lowest point, as you were discussing earlier. And to have this conjunction anywhere near there, yeah, as you said, it'll rock your foundations or change your understanding of how high you're going in this life and where you're meant to go, how you're seen in a larger sense. But then also when it's that ACDC line, it's like love changes you in general, but on the descendant, whoa, love is a revolution. On the ascendant, you are feeling a revolution within. Not the most comfortable feeling, but thanks, thanks to Jupiter being there, at least it'll ease the path a little bit. Well, it will. And we're talking about fixed signs that are you know, going to be feeling this the most, and fixed signs find change challenging, you know. Um, so I but I think fixed signs to make big change need 
energy like this, you know, and this could be like a rocket launch. It's like a rocket lifting off Jupiter and Uranus together, without a doubt. And because it's in, it's going to be in Taurus, you know, opposing that Scorpio axis, it could be about finances too, about your resources and possessions and your value system too. It's very much about um, waking up to how valuable you are and what's valuable in your life as well. Yeah. It's so interesting to consider. So you've talked about the fixed signs if you're holding it. Um, I do want to just mention, so everybody feels like they got, you know, their their moment as well. Um, we can talk about the cardinal and the mutable signs. So the cardinal signs are uh, Aries, uh, Libra, Cancer, and Capricorn. And basically what we get there is uh, this access hitting such important points as well in that. Um, what can you say about how cardinal signs in general might uh, might deal with to have this conjunction on one of their angles? Um, so, you know, cardinal signs, um, they like to initiate things. You know, they, they like to start things and keep moving on and, and, and things like that. So I think cardinal signs will cope with this um, really well and they'll, they'll be tempted to use the energy you know imagine you know someone Capricorn you know that Jupiter Uranus conjunction in Taurus will try um, that the, the Capricorn um, planets you know that are around that 21 degrees but they'll, they'll feel that and they'll you know a trine eases things it facilitates things so you know I, I think they'll um, find it useful and they'll be able to work with the change um, and make it work for them and you know anyone with cancer planets uh, it's going to sextile isn't it yeah um, so again lots of opportunity lots of opportunity for cancer planets and the mutable signs and so the mutable signs out there are Gemini Sagittarius Virgo and Pisces how do you think they are going to go with the flow of this incredible powerful energy well mutable signs naturally find it easier to go with the flow they're, they're very very adaptable aren't they um so I, I think again that you know they're going to feel this um this this feeling of change. It's going to keep growing steadily now till um till the spring. Everyone will be feeling this growing through the spring. Um and I think um I think there's gonna be so many areas in their life that they can adapt this change to because mutable signs are often very versatile. They have lots of stuff going on. We can, you know, sort of become quite scattered sometimes as well because the dot from, you know, um, project to project to project. Um, you know, Geminis love lots of different um, things to stimulate them, don't they? So I, I just think it's just like, the again, the world is the oyster for the mutable signs. You know, whatever you want to bring change to, you, you will be able to without a doubt. Um, you know, Sagittarius perhaps um, will resonate with this because we've got the Jupiter influence, you know, and of course, um, Jupiter rules Sagittarius. Um, so, yeah, there's just so much opportunity. Whatever you want to change in your life, it's, it's there for the taking, without a doubt. Yeah. And also it could just take you by surprise. Like you don't even know that you wanted to change it until you were surprised and you did change it. And of course, as you mentioned, Jupiter being involved, Jupiter being the ruling planet of Sagittarius, ancient ruler of Pisces. Yeah, Uranus, modern ruler of Aquarius. 
these signs, yeah, it's like more of them is in that uh, that angle and more of them is in that conjunction. So, wow, it'll be fun for me as a Aquarian sun and a Sag moon. Whoa, let's see how it comes together for me. I'm excited by it very much, though. I think it yeah, could yeah, be yeah. rather enlivening, right? And and I'm a person who believes that life doesn't have enough surprises. Like, I love surprises so much. Nothing makes me giddy like a little kid, like surprises. And this is going to be yeah. a surprise a second, I think, for all of us in one way or another. It is. And do you know what? I think we need it because we've gone through the whole Pluto and Capricorn. And of course, Saturn was there as well. You know, in 2020, when we had that Saturn-Pluto conjunction, it's been hard. It's been really, really hard for so many of us. And it's been a slog. And I, I just think we need some sparkle in our lives and we do need some change because I, I think we've got a bit stuck with the Pluto and Capricorn and perhaps some of us have got into sort of a bit of a negative mindset and everything's just such hard work, isn't it? And we need something just to sort of blow that apart and just, you're right, bring some surprises and bring some excitement um, to our lives without a doubt. You know, and I know Pluto's just moved um, sort of into Aquarius again, um, but it is going to dip back into Capricorn um, sort of in the autumn for, for a while. So we're not we're not finished yet with that, that Capricorn energy um, just yet. Um, but I, I do think this Jupiter year is, is going to act like a rocket and it's going to boost us away from oh, just all that slog and hard work that we've been through but hard work that is perhaps necessary. It's part of our journey. You know, I think we're at a point now, if we stop and reflect and look back over our shoulders at everything we've been through and experienced in the past few years, you know, COVID, the pandemic, you know, it's been hard, but we're all wiser for it, um, hopefully. <laughs> yes, so we hope so, right? We got something out of it. Now, we are more spiritually inclined. So yes, we can say, okay, I learned about love and wisdom. But uh, we all have different pathways to get there to greater love and greater wisdom. So we hope that especially with that very heavy energy we had, especially in 2020, my God, oh. Oh, I think it's going to be so welcome to just turn it all on its head and just be like, I can breathe and freedom and excitement and new ideas. Yeah, it'll be fun for all of us. Absolutely. Because fun. Jupiter Uranus is yeah. it's all about freedom. Yeah. Freedom and space and independence and breaking away from anything that's stopping us progressing in life. Well, once again, everybody, Leanne is coming to the March 2024 speaker series at Synchronicity University. You've got a little bit of time left to take advantage of our world famous Choose Your Tuition Rate. As always, just $5 a class. And that's where you're really going to get a very deep dive into the Midheaven and IC, the zenith of the chart. And the lowest foundational point of the chart, uh, a deep exploration is going to take place with Leanne's talk there. So Leanne, thank you for being here. I really enjoyed learning from you and getting to know you. Oh, thank you so much for asking me, Nadia. And I'm really looking forward to the talk. Thank me you. Too. I'm looking forward to your talk so much. Thank you. And thank you, everybody out there for watching. Until we connect again, take care. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.